0: Greetings from the University of Jamestown and today's Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. I'm Sean Johnson with you. It is February the 13th, 2020, and we're glad you're listening in. A couple of schedule changes. The University of Jamestown was scheduled to open their men's volleyball home season tonight. That was Thursday night against Briarcliff, but they are unable to make it due to poor weather conditions. That match will be rescheduled for a later time also tonight the university of jamestown men's hockey game against the university of colorado has been canceled due to their inability to get to jamestown so though unfortunately no games on thursday but friday will be back in action at home men's volleyball will open their regular home season against william penn should be a really good matchup william penn receiving votes in the last national poll so that game will be at seven and then the university of jamestown will take on the university of mary in men's hockey, that game will be at eight o'clock. So, note that start time: eight o'clock, not seven o'clock. Well, last night a very entertaining night of basketball at Harold Newman Arena. Unfortunately, the Jimmies came out on the wrong end of both games, but both were thrillers. In the women's game, Northwestern came in and beat the Jimmies seventy-seven to seventy, but an amazing comeback by the University of Jamestown. UJ actually trailed at one point nineteen to three. To the Red Raiders, they were down twenty-seven to twelve at the end of the first period. Came roaring back, outscored Northwestern by three in the second quarter. Outscored them in the third quarter, twenty-one to nine to tie the ball game, and then a wild fourth quarter that saw both teams score over twenty points. Unfortunately, Northwestern had twenty-nine. The Jimmies had twenty-two in a seventy to seventy, seventy-seven to seventy loss. That moves the Jimmies to sixteen and eleven overall. And nine nine and ten in the G-Pack. They're now one game behind Northwestern, who with that win improved to ten and nine. Northwesters Northwestern shot forty-three percent from the field. The Jimmies shot thirty-seven Northwestern twelve of twenty-five from three. The Jimmies eight of eighteen at the free throw line, Northwestern thirteen of fifteen. The Jimmies were twelve of seventeen. Looking at the individual stats for the University of Jamestown in last night's game. Again, good contributions, especially from their freshman group leading the way. Uh, Off the bench was Macy Nielsen, who had 16 points in just 17 minutes. She was 6 of 9 from the field, 3 of 4 from beyond 3-point range. Noelle Josephson also had a solid game. She had 13 points, making 5 of 7 shots in the field. And she hit 3 of 4 of her 3-pointers. So a tough loss on the women's side. The men... Also, a very tough loss. Every time the University of Jamestown and Northwestern get together, it's a high-scoring game. This was no different. The Red Raiders came out on top. The final score: one hundred one to ninety-eight. As um, Northwestern improved to nineteen and eight overall, eleven and six in the G-Pack with the loss. Of Jimmy's eighteen and nine, nine and eight in the G-Pack, and. That was a big game because the Jimmy's could have been as high as third place after this game, but right now they're in a tie for six. But still a lot ahead for both these teams as they travel to Sioux City, Iowa this weekend to take on Morningside Saturday afternoon. The Jimmy's shot the ball extremely well. Both teams did. Both teams shot the ball 57, 57% from the field. Jimmy shot 52% from three. They were 15 of 29, 7 of 10 from the line. Northwestern. 18 of 21 from the line. That was one of the differences at about 86%. A lot of those free throws came late in the game. And some heroics out of Isaiah Dobson, the senior guard. He finished with 28 points. And he kept the jimmies in the game as he made three three three-pointers in a row In the last 32 seconds to actually cut the lead to 99 98, but Northwestern got a three point basket or a a breakaway layup uh, very late in the game to seal that. Dobson actually had a half court shot at the buzzer that, if it would have gone in, would have tied the game, but that did not go in. So Dobson finished with 28 points. He was 11 of 19 from the field, six of 10 from three point range. 22 points for Terrell Alford. The senior guard played all 40 minutes. He was 8 of 12 in the field, 4 of 7 for the free throw line. 15, 15 points for Brady Birch. 18 points for Jack Talley. And off the bench, Mason Walters had 9 points. He was a perfect 4 of 4 from 3-point range. Well, we've got a lot to talk about on the Jimmy Athletics podcast. We're going to talk first about women's wrestling. We've got a great interview with Agatha Andrews, who's from a small Yupik town in western Alaska. She got all the way to the finals in 191 pounds in the WCWA National Championships. We'll also talk to Shauna Kemp, her head coach. We'll talk about the team and how they're doing and a lot of other things to talk about on the podcast. But we're going to start off first by talking to Head Coach Shauna Kemp. Again, their team finished third at the WCWA Nationals. The best finish in the history of the program at this prestigious, prestigious national tournament. And we caught up with Coach Kemp the other day. What well, was with Shauna Kemp here on the Everything Jimmy Athletics Podcast and coming off a third place finish at the Women's Collegiate Wrestling Association National Championships in Atlanta. Best finish ever. Got to
1: be happy with that. Yeah, really happy. Uh, you know, our goal was obviously to place, um, and and all the girls are excited. It was a kind of a bittersweet thing because our rival is Life University, and we came down to the very last match, and they just barely edged over us. But still, still proud of the third place finish.
0: This is a different tournament, obviously, in the NAI because. This tournament's open to any school that has women's wrestling, regardless of their classification. So kind of a different kind of a tournament, different field. Some of the teams you'll that you saw this weekend, obviously, you won't see in five weeks when you host the NAI. So an interesting competition in that you're facing teams that you normally are never going to see.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Juco's. All NCAA teams and NAI teams, and it's always kind of been an awesome tournament for everyone because we get to compete against everybody, so um, it's just great competition for the girls.
0: Agatha Andrews got all the way to the championship match. She lost in the championship match, but she had a big win in the semifinals, uh, beating the number 1 ranked wrestler. Talk about how she did during the tournament and maybe the confidence she has now coming out
1: of this tournament. (laughs) Yeah, Agatha has a knack for beating number one seeds. She actually beat the returning national champ last year, um, and then this year she beat Chi-Chi, which uh, she had lost to her previously this season. So um, her preparation has been really good. She's been working really hard uh, just the last couple of weeks and and still has some things to, to fix before the NIA Nationals because Chi-Chi will be back because she's with Oklahoma City, and then the girls she wrestled in the finals will also be back at the NAIA Championship.
0: Talk about the rest of your team. You had seven All-Americans. I don't know what your goal going in was, but that's something you had to be happy with. Who are some of the wrestlers that really impressed you this past weekend?
1: Uh, We... You know, we had a, a lot of adversity. A couple of our higher-ranked wrestlers uh, had a couple injuries, but they were still able to wrestle through an All-American. Um, Samantha Weeks, she's a sophomore. She came up uh, just kind of unexpectedly this season and, and performed really, really well, and she All-American. Um, yeah, and overall, just everyone everyone got their job done, so.
0: You've got two big competitions coming up. you got the KCAC at the end of the month, and obviously the NAI in mid-March. Where do you see your team right now? Do you feel like you're in a good place?
1: Uh, well, we, as far as conference, we're in a really good place. Um, feel pretty confident about coming back home with the conference championship again this year. Uh, for the NAI, we, we've got a lot of work to do if we want to edge forward and get a little bit higher placing. So uh, not that it's not achievable, but we do have to put some work in and, and fix a couple things before uh, five weeks when we compete. <laughs>
0: One of the things that occurred at the WCWA, also available at the NAI uh, championships, is if you win your weight class and you get to go to the Olympic trials, you're going to the Olympic trials. There's some NAI wrestlers that have already qualified. That's got a kind of give the NAI Invitational just a little added boost and a little extra bit of excitement?
1: Yeah, it makes it uh, really exciting. I mean, that's really the goal of several of our wrestlers, and um, they didn't quite meet that goal this weekend, but I think it's motivating them to work even harder and and fix those things um, going into the NAI championship.
0: Next up will be our interview with Agatha Andrews, who Coach Camp talked about. She's a sophomore from Akiak, Alaska. Again, a small Yupik village in far Western Alaska. She'll talk about her upbringing and her journey to the University of Jamestown. Welcome back to the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. We're with sophomore wrestler Agatha Andrews. And, Agatha, first of all, you got to tell me how do you pronounce your hometown?
2: It's Akyak, Akyak, Alaska.
0: Okay, Akyak and that is in I would say far western Alaska would probably be a pretty good way to put it. Although Alaska is so big.
2: Yeah. It, it's
0: it's <laughs> hard to term what west is or is not, but tell us a little bit about your hometown and growing
2: up there. Okay. There's like 400 of us and I didn't go to high school there because it's the school is there's 100 of us, okay? From kindergarten to 12. Like 20 in each class or so. But the, my state offers a boarding school, a boarding high school, and um, I decided to apply for it because I knew I wanted more. Sure, my old high school offered, like, the basics, but it wasn't enough. So I hopped on it, got accepted, flew there, which is like a thousand miles away from home. <laughs> like Yeah, it's in the southeast of Alaska. It's called Sitka, a small town too, but it's uh, much bigger than my own. Um, I decided to try out for wrestling because one, I missed out on the cr- cross-country season, was too scared to join volleyball. <laughs> um, I had, and I had a friend who was in that sport, so I decided to go with her. I've been going every day. it helped with homesickness for sure because that that's the furthest I've been from home, especially my freshman year of high school. Um,
0: so what year or so? Before you went to the boarding school, you were growing up in your hometown. Try try to paint a picture for us. What okay. what is life like in your hometown?
2: So my hometown, right? We we live off the land and everything. We we do a lot of cultural things: hunting, dancing, uh, speaking the language, um, which is Yupik. That's my nationality. There, it's yeah. I, we were pretty much a lot outdoors a lot and just you're surrounded by family and friends. And it, it's like you can't, you know, drive to the nearest town and do all these other things. We pretty much travel around, like, by little boats or in the wintertime there's trucks and cars and that stuff. But, now it's usually just you're with your family out somewhere about picking berries or hunting for, I don't know, a moose or trapping for little animals, especially...
0: Well, we'll talk about that a little bit. So you're really... Your family and your community is what you would call... You live by substance. You have to live off the land. So... Talk about that and talk about your culture. What's your cultural background? What does it mean to you? What's what's important to you?
2: Okay, well, my, back, uh, my culture, it, it focuses on helping one another, being there for each other, um, just like it's, you know, live simply and stuff like that. It, um, and we, you just find comfort in one another. If something great happens, the whole community's involved. If something bad happens, everybody's there to help each other get through it. Uh, we, our way of life, is to continue on what we learned from our like ancestors and stuff, which is. Keeping the traditions alive, like we come together and dance, or hunt, or help one another who can't do this or that. Take care of your elders, help watch the young ones. So.
0: So what you talk about the community celebrates the good things that happen. You've been doing some good things here. Yeah. So talk about your family. You know. What does your family consist of? How big is your family? And what do they think? And what does your community think about what you're doing here at the University of Jamestown?
2: Oh, gosh. Every time I go home, I get all these big congratulations and all these welcomes. And they're just, they tell me how proud I am every time I go home. Like, I'm so happy you're out there because it's really hard for a village kid to, like, go off, especially so far, a thousand miles away from home and miss out, on, especially on cultural things. Like I've been going to, I've been leaving home since freshman year of high school, and so I've kind of missed out a lot on my cultural things. But now they tell me I'm proud, and I try to practice it or try to remember it when I'm away from home. And it really helps too when I see on social media like they're all congratulating me or just telling me how much how proud they are of me and stuff like that. And they they watch out and they just. They send a lot of support.
0: So, how did you end up at the University of Jamestown, and what's your experience been like so far?
2: Well, I wrestling, of course, obviously. Um, it's like a, it's growing sport and. Uh, I had a lot of offers, but this one stuck out because it's, like, not too far, not too close. It's in between. I had other friends going to other schools, and I wanted to make my own a name for myself. So I chose this school, thanks to Shana for reaching out to. Uh, it, it's great. It's not too different from home. We got the cold here. Um, what else? It's, it's a small town, which I like, but it's not too small compared to my own home. Uh, I met a lot of great people here, which helped. So you went to boarding school. I
0: imagine that probably helped with your transition because most people coming out of high school, they've really never been away from home. They've never really lived on their own, and it's a big shock. But for you, you'd been to boarding school, so probably the transition to college wasn't as great as it is for most
2: freshman in college right? For sure I came here like the homesickness compared to my freshman year of high school is nothing to uh, this was like it was just a quick you know breeze for sure I was sad for like a quick second but I got into things and looking around at other like um other kids they they were like they were sad but some were pretty excited to leave home too and I can't imagine if I didn't leave home how it would have been. Even if I had probably left for like 100 miles away from home, I'd probably be homesick if I didn't.
0: Let's talk about wrestling. You're coming off the WCWAs. You finished second. You had some big wins. Talk about your season so far. Are you happy the way things are going? And what are you looking forward to here at the end of the year?
2: Oh, I'm definitely happy. It was a, it was a little rough in the beginning getting back into things and you know learning my style again and what's best for me out there. Um this semester it was a big turnaround, especially in all the other girls too. We worked together, we um, pushed it, we pushed each other really hard, especially our own selves. You know, finding that motivation and that um, strength to finish strong this year, and it's it's going pretty well. So I'm I'm really excited for NAIAs because now I know what I have to work on until then, and. I'm going to see, so it's pretty exciting.
0: What would it mean for you if you were to win your weight class at the NAIs and get to go to the Olympic trials?
2: What would it mean for me? It would it'd be something. So huge, not just for me, but my home, my little tiny home and family and friends. I can't imagine they're so happy for me coming in second. First would be just phenomenal. and I can't even imagine it right now.
0: We're so excited and blessed to have someone like Agatha in our program. Finally, we're going to catch up with softball coach Kevin Gall. That's right. Softball begins this weekend. Be playing indoors at the Presentation Bubble down in Aberdeen. Jimmy's will be taking on a presentation at Valley City State on Friday and Dakota State on Saturday. A lot of great action going on for Jimmy Softball, even though the weather is terribly cold. Here on Thursday, they'll get to play inside, and Kevin Gall, veteran head coach, talks about his team. And for the first time, we welcome Jimmy's softball coach, Kevin Gall, to the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. And I look outside, coach, snow on the ground. It's about 15 degrees, but we're getting ready to play softball because you get to play indoors. you got to be excited about the start of the season.
3: We're having uh, good practices, and we think that we're – Talented enough that we can do some good things this year, and the girls are working hard. They're working real hard, and and uh, you know the fortunate thing is we get to play indoors in February, so we're we're kind of getting excited about that, but trying to stay calm at the same time because uh, you know it's just another game kind of thing, and and we try to keep things simple. So um, you know the pitchers are are not in there. Best form right now, but neither are the other team's pitchers. So we're just going to get on uh, the bus on Friday morning and head down to Aberdeen and enjoy the day. And it's going to be exciting because it's opening day and and uh, for us. And then we're going to play presentation college where it's nice and warm inside but snow piled up outside and, and get two games in that day first one against presentation second one against Valley City State so um, you know, hopefully the snow will keep melting while we're inside playing
0: You're an optimist, I like that You've got a good core coming back obviously led by Michaela Frost who's been an outstanding player for you and Katie Merchant on the mound who had a really good freshman year Talk about that core group that's coming back from last year's team
3: Michaela, I think she batted like 418 her freshman year with 80 some hits, and, and then her sophomore year she batted like 417, and then last year she was 419. So if uh, we can put money on her season, she's gonna bat somewhere in that range. But we're not going to put money on it, and we're going to hope for the best and, and uh, just preach on the little things. But she's about as tough as you get, and she's as fun to watch of a hitter as you're going to see around here. And, uh, and then with our pitching staff, Katie Merchant comes back, and she's a power pitcher. And then we have Anne-Marie Crandallmeyer from British Columbia, who is going to be coming off an injury plague season last year, and she's really looking good and hasn't really felt any effects of her injuries from last year, so we're looking for her to do some good things and excited to see her pitch again. And then we have two freshmen that we like. Um, the one is from Valley City, Rebecca Thompson and then Maggie Wallen. She's from right across the border in Wisconsin. She's doing some really good things and having fun. And then, kind of, our senior heartbeat of the team, Sam Hamilton. She's leading our team in strikeouts in the fall statistics and, and in practice. And uh, she's kind of a middle reliever type person that we're looking for to come in and give us an inning here, an inning there, or two. And uh, so having those five girls is really exciting. And then, uh, you know, we've got Mariah Wick, who is from the area, played high school ball at Jamestown High, who has really had a good fall. And, I, you know, she's as fast a player as we've ever had. So she's going to be fun to watch. She's going to be playing center field. And then Morgan Geisler from West Fargo, she had a great freshman campaign was all conference and then last year as a sophomore kind of was a little bit down with her numbers but is really swinging the bat well we think and uh you know we're looking for her to to have a good year and you know it's it's uh you know you just got to take one year at a time and and learn from from the past a little bit and and morgan is a smart kid and smart player and, and she's approaching this year the right, right way and, and so much stronger and, and in better shape and it's going to be fun to see what she can do.
0: Well that'll do it for this edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics Podcast. We'd like to thank our guest Shauna Kemp, sophomore wrestler Agatha Andrews and the venerable veteran Jimmy softball coach Kevin Gall. Always great to have our guests on the Everything Jimmy Athletics Podcast. Make sure and listen every week, usually twice a week available on Spotify and Anchor, and hopefully one of these days on Apple iTunes as well. We're working hard on that. Thanks for listening, and go Jimmy.